Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Denalysis podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Dan. Across the table from me, we have... Natalie. That is you. It's me. Um, and we're going to talk about game week eight today and also a bit of game week nine. Preview. We're going to talk about football. Yeah, a lot of football. A lot of football. But you know what I heard what the other day? Was, it might have been on another podcast, actually. Oh, you yeah, can't keep stealing stuff off other podcasts. No, 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 because this is real. This is relevant to us. Okay. So they said that we're best you're not a podcast until you've done 10 episodes. Oh. And after that, you become a real podcast. What are you before? You, you just don't do a podcast before that. You just you're record, record some audio. Yeah, exactly. You're just people hanging around a microphone just doing stuff. Oh. But now, now we're on episode 11. We're an official podcast. And yeah, we're going to talk about some sweet Premier League stuff. So without further ado, I guess we should jump into the, uh, the football. <laughs> I think I recommended on this, this podcast, this very podcast, that Star- uh, Starney, Sane and Sterling were the two boys to get, well, Jay-Z's I think that was Starney a joint recommendation. I don't think you can take all the credit for that. You said Otamendi. That was your third recommendation. Yeah, it was. Sterling and Jesus. But yeah, Man City Stoke, it was it was absolutely insane. Like, uh, Jesus, ice in his veins. The guy's a stone-cold killer. Jesus, the only one to get more than one goal. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah, in a, in a in game like, of seven goals yeah, from one team. In not a ha-ha way, just a, oh, yeah. would you look at that way? Yeah, I mean, he was really good. They, they focused on him for a bit on match of the day, and they were just sort of, like, praising his movement, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, I didn't realise he was so young. Yeah, yeah, he's, what, 19? 20, 20? I think, now. Um, yeah, yeah, super young and very, a very intelligent footballer. Like, uh, he's, not, he's not the same sort of player as Aguero where he'll pick the ball up and just run at people and, you know, score a goal from his own individual brilliance, necessarily. But he's very intelligent in his movement, and we saw that with his two goals yesterday. I mean, the first one, just a, a total scrag, just runs towards the, the player. Carl Walker cuts it back. And the second one was just a emphatic finish, like insane ball from De Bruyne as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, Jesus was the first guy I kind of wanted to, to chat about because he's sick. I'm a little wary. Of? Jesus. Of Jesus, go on then, hit me. I'm just, to me it's a concern, paying 10.7 millions. Is he 10.7 now? Yeah. Oh, damn. Um, for someone who's never playing 90 minutes. Yeah, um, yeah, my, my caveat to that would be that he's arguably right now playing in the best team in the league by a distance. Like, so this is speculation. For me, I've had Jay-Z since day one. I think you have as I well, have right? So I had him at 10.5. I haven't dropped him because, yeah. like, I really love him as a player. Um, and... I, I did suspect there would be times like this w- that would come, but I understand what you mean. Like, there's obviously if you're only playing for fifty to sixty minutes every game, there's only so much you can do in that time. There's only so- and if you don't score by that time, you're basically your probability of scoring is minimised. Yeah. And also, there's Aguero potentially being back for next week. Yeah. So it, it is a head scratcher because you don't really know if it's going to be Jesus or Aguero starting, mm. or even if Pep's going to do something like put Sterling up as like a, a false nine and play striker on his own. But I do. I, I lend some credence to the fact that he just scored a brace in a yeah. Premier League game, and I think that probably gets him the start. And I do think one of the reasons he was taken off the other day is because Champions League is back this week. So. I don't know. You just got to look at City and be like, I'm going to pick some of their players and yeah. you stick to them. I mean, yeah. I mean, at least one of Sane and Sterling are essential. Yeah, because I think one of those two will play most games, right? Yeah, but I think Jesus on top of that is a like a bonus, mm. not a necessity. Yeah, exactly. So that paid off for me this week, but obviously two weeks ago there was the, the game where Jesus didn't play. Yeah. And then last week he played and he got the assist, but... It's, it's hard to predict, predict what he's going to do, but it looks like Sterling and Sane right now, you know, with Delft taking the left-back spot and he's playing more of a 4-3-3, looks like those two are nailed on because they're, they're wingers. That is what their game is. And there they aren't really... Like Bernardo Silva, he doesn't play that kind of wing mm-hmm. game. He's more of like a David Silva-type player. So, yeah, I, I mean, you can't go wrong. I'd say, for me, I've got Jesus, Sterling and Sane. 
Um, but any three of like Silva, Jesus, Sterling, Sane, Silva, and even De Bruyne, you kind of can't go wrong with. I mean, the only reason I tell people not to get De Bruyne is just because his price is yeah. so much higher than the others. Yeah. And I don't think that fantasy, like official FPL wise, yeah. his points I totally don't match agree. up. Like, and the returns aren't as good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, the the reason for this, and like he played an incredible game against Stoke, and he has, you know, this season been their standout player in many ways. But what he does is he, he's a very intelligent player, and he is the one that sets the front three or four players through on goal. So he'll, I mean, his assist for Sane was incredible. Like, it was like video game level stuff. He, he plays these like pinpoint passes from any direction like any it doesn't matter how fast he's running like he just has this perfect delivery he's so dynamic he's like he always knows where the players are he always executes the pass perfectly and I think what that does is it actually makes Sane and Sterling more valuable because you know that those wingers are going to get through on goal for either an assist or a shot yeah. time after time and that's why probably Sterling and Sane are actually the most valuable at the moment um I would say that if Man City were to lose De Bruyne, they'd become a slightly different proposition. And I still wouldn't like be dropping Sterling and Sané and Jesus immediately, but I would worry that they're not going to be quite as good if they lose him because he is so he is so key to like being the middle phase in that yeah. attack. There's like him, and then he sets the attackers off. Uh, but yeah, he he was incredible. Fernandinho scored a banger. Yeah. Don't get him in your team, like unless you're crazy, because oh, yeah, sure. he got the one goal that he's gonna get for the next eight games or so. He's only five million though, right? He is cheap, yeah. So if you do want an if you've got the space and you want a cheap midfielder for no reason. Yeah, it'd be a waste though, wouldn't it? Because if I you guess. could have three city players, yeah, you, you don't want Fernandinho him. as one of them. But if you can't afford to because you've got something else. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, small caveat, De Bruyne will play every game that he's fit for. Mm. Much like it looks like David Silva, so uh, th- yeah, at the moment, Sterling's on a Jesus, great choices. Um, Juif. Yeah, burned by Juif this week. Burned by Juif. Because I played my wild card over the break, had Juif in, bottled it, took him out. Who did you take him out for in the end? Okazaki. Who is not, not starting, starting tonight, tonight. <laughs> and hopefully won't come on. Hopefully sustains an injury in the warm up. The way I've built my team, I'm relying on having an extremely cheap third forward. Yeah. So I've based a lot of my recommendations this week around that. Right, okay. Like, just not guys to get in because they're going to boost your team. Yeah. But guys to get in if that's where you've put yourself. So what formation are you playing? I'm playing a 3-4-3. Th- three, three. I played 3-4-3 three, three this week. I'd much rather play 3-5-2. Yeah. But, you know, just <laughs> see where the wind takes me. Um but yeah, I am getting into situations where I'm having to play three up front, hmm. despite my third one being a waste being man. Being cheapo. So, Juve I'm looking at again. Yeah, the thing about Juve, um, I was scouring through the Reddit earlier on, mm-hmm. and I saw a few people... There was one that I found really funny. It was a post from a guy saying like, oh, I was going to get Juve, and then all you on here told me not to get him. Blah, blah. <laughs> But then it, the guy followed up being like, oh, but I wasn't going to play him this week anyway. Well, it doesn't matter like, then, does what it? What are you mad about then? Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate people, like, you can't... It's your team. Yeah. Like, it's, you make your own mistakes. It doesn't matter exactly. how many people have told you You have what. to own them. If yeah. you take advice from someone, you're still the one who has control True. to make that decision. Yeah. You're just asking people who maybe have other knowledge... When you watch the game, so Juve is listed as a, as a striker yes. uh, for Stoke, and he's 5.4. And he got an assist and a goal last night. Uh, sorry, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so so the thing about Juve is he was playing right back for Stoke. I think that was more when they had a lot of injuries, and they've got some players back now. So he was playing right midfield, but he's listed as a striker on FPL. Um, his two goals, one of them was a nasty-ass deflection. Uh, it came off of who was it? One of the city defenders. I can't remember. Um, so he he kicked it on the counter attack, looped off a city defender. Goalkeeper was already going down, and it looped over him. Uh, the second goal was basically a really good cross in from. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. What was it? Uh, Edwards. 
Tom Edwards, I think his name Isn't was. Isn't he new? Isn't he really young? Yeah, yeah, he's like something. a young guy. Yeah, it was Tom Ed- Good Edwards. Good for him. So he, he got his debut, and he put in a lovely cross. Juve completely, like, bundles uh, bungles the header. It kind of slides off of, like, his shoulder, and then hits Kyle Walker and goes in the net. And I kind of look at that, and I think... Okay, so you got the points, but does that mean he's a good fantasy pick? I mean, there's two goals and two assists so far this season. Yeah. For five points. So one goal, one assist in that game yesterday. Yeah, and some other ones before that. Some other ones before. Um, but good fixtures coming out for Stoke. Okay, so what have they got? Let's have a... I don't know, they're all just green, man. They're all just green. Yeah, but see, I have an issue. I'll, we'll go on that later because it's on the running order. But yeah, they have Bournemouth, Watford, Leicester, Brighton, Crystal Palace. Um, my personal take never trust Stoke like they're not I don't know what they're good at I don't but know look where good. I'd be now if I had so uh, they spoke about Jesus's great movement on Match of the Day but speaking of movement Batshuayi for Chelsea he did not have the best game we're talking about Chelsea now yeah Oh, because they played Crystal Palace they played yep Crystal okay Palace. everyone yep. I'm here I'm ready you're back in the room I'm okay ready. so so Batshuayi oh. he did not kill it Poor kid. What's they, wrong with him? It must have been another Premier League game where he, he started and he just didn't move. Yeah, like they did exactly still. the same thing on Match of the Day. And exactly the same thing. And it's... For a striker, especially when you're replacing Murata, who has been so dynamic, mm-hmm. like, he'll pick up the ball, he'll run at the defenders, he'll move off the ball, he'll get into a place to head it on for someone else. Like, he's an intelligent player. And the thing about Batshuayi is, he, is he's like a an enigma like he'll score these really important league winning goals when they can't get anything but he gets a start and he just seems irrelevant yeah, I don't know I'm just I, I don't know what to do I don't know what to say yeah it is baffling I mean there is a rumour that Maratta might be back for next week it's based on very little I mean I'll tell you it's based you on an Instagram post that week like the first week he's back though after what was wrong with him hamstring um, yeah it looked like a, a hamstring muscular sort of in injury which I'm always nervous about getting people back in their first week I, I'd be yeah I'd definitely be nervous and that actually ties in with Zaha who looked electric mm-hmm. last uh, in that game but I have some things to say about yeah, this like ge- this match generally yeah Crystal Palace 2 Chelsea 1 that uh, was the score three things to bear in mind um, Crystal Palace finally have a decent number of first team players back that is true even more next week when Ruben Loftus-Cheek returns exactly well. so Ruben, that's the that was the third but mm. I'll make it the second oh. because he <laughs> couldn't play against Chelsea yep his parent club and the third that Chelsea are yes. missing Morata and Kante yeah. and then Moses for most of the game yeah Moses well. came off as well so it wasn't a great look for them yeah they're really struggling at the moment and it's you look at this game and you kind of have to look at it in isolation as this was a bad day for them because they didn't even on the stats Chelsea like they had more shots but they, they well didn't. they had one more shot oh, was Crystal Palace had 14 more? shots Chelsea had 15 both had five on target oh wow so that you know that looks like an evenly matched game when you yeah which is wild Zaha had some really good chances like Palace in general uh, Van Aanholt ex-Chelsea player also had a chance to to put the game to bed at the end and it just to me it looks really like I don't know I don't know what to think of Chelsea I've still got Alonso sitting in my team I think that's a mistake I'm still worried (laughs) I think Fabregas is the only Chelsea player worth having in your team just because he's not expensive at 6.9 yeah he is starting and he is Doing things. Yeah. Well, so this was a dilemma for me before this game week was I was between Sane and Sterling or Sane and Fabregas. And I went for Sane and Sterling. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, thank God for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's certainly, a, I don't know, a weird one with Chelsea at the moment. They have really good fixtures coming up. And I'm, I'm inclined to write this. But this would have been a good fixture. This, this, we would have yeah. said, like last week we must have been like right so Chelsea are going to score a million goals uh, yeah so Man City was obviously a tough fixture Man City absolutely destroyed them yeah uh, I say destroyed them it was only 1-0 but dominated you know, they, they dominated them in the play um, with the, the weekend's game against Palace like they, they really struggled but you know I'm looking at that in isolation as one game I'd still give them 
another game to, to pick it up before like knee-jerking all my Chelsea players out mm. because they haven't become a terrible football team overnight no and that that is something that when you're playing FPL you can be guilty of thinking like oh they've just they just suck now yeah. I need to get rid and then it burns you next week but yeah for me personally I've been holding on to Alonso and he hasn't really since I got him in he's kept a one clean sheet yeah. and that's in about six weeks so it's not what you want it's not what I want especially from an expensive 7.1 defender but yeah it's, I mean even Azpilicueta in this game who is one of Chelsea's like most consistent most reliable best players best defenders well not anymore he in the goal like he was so at fault for that he just let Zaha run basically straight past him I like through on goal um, and it just felt like a lot of what Chelsea did was just uncharacteristic of a Chelsea side but also a Conte Chelsea side yeah. I would say that Zaha looked really, really, really good. Do you want to know something fun about Zaha? Go on. He's exactly a week younger than me. Oh, really? And has grown up in Croydon. Oh, so he's he's basically... He's like, actually me. He could be your bro. Yeah, he's the African me. <laughs> Do you hear him talk after the match? Yeah. He, so, he looks because so high. Because I was right, because I was really... Because I just assumed... Who does he play for? Ivory Coast? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I just assumed that he'd grown up in Cote d'Ivoire. yeah. And but then he hadn't. I heard his accent and I was like, hold on. Hold on, this guy. He sounds close. Yeah. Um, and then so I googled him and I was like, oh, here he is. Just yeah. Gordon through and through. But I have a stat on, on Zaha. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people are looking at him and his price is 6.7 at the moment. Oh, that's too much. Maybe. It depends on Where, the strategy you're he's playing, a forward, right? Or a he's a midfielder. Right. But he's 6.7. So, you know, he'd get an extra point for a goal. But... The interesting thing about Zaha is I thought this was familiar, him playing a blinder against Chelsea. And then I looked at last season and they actually had, in the reverse fixture, a 2-1 win away from home at Chelsea. And Zaha played a stormer in that one and scored a goal. But how many games do you think it took for him to get his next Premier League goal? At least 11. A little bit of an (laughs) overstep. He went seven games off that without a goal. That's a 7 and 11 aren't that far so, apart. They're not that far apart, but I mean, if you're looking at that performance mm. and thinking, oh, they're going to play easier opposition next, yeah. maybe cool your Jets, because another thing we know is he's just come back from injury. Yeah. And what are the odds that he aggravates that injury when yeah. you bring him in? And he was saying he was tired at the end of this game. Yeah. In fairness to him, like, this game, it was a bit of a masterclass. Like, some of his touches were just insane. Um, Sacco as well, absolutely mental, runs forward, intercepts a ball, plays a sweet little uh, through ball to him at the end. He's their best player, Nice right? assist. Sacco. Yeah. Uh, the best defender, probably. If you're one of the unfortunate people that brought in Hazard this week, I don't know what to say. I mean, you've made that call, cool, right? You have to stick with it at least a few oh, weeks. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and they do have good fixtures. I believe that everyone should stick with a player that they get in yeah. for more than a week. And you, you wouldn't believe the amount of times I've seen people complaining about getting rid of Harry Kane and him blanking every time they bring him back. I'm like, the problem is, you keep, you getting, keep rid getting rid of him every time he doesn't score. Yeah. That's not a good way, that's not no. a good way of playing FPL. Um, Watford Arsenal, <laughs> speaking of bad. Another 2-1. Uh, I didn't mention, I wanted to mention at the top, but every team so far that's played at home has not lost hmm. this game week. Yeah, yeah, the one remaining team obviously being... Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, because everyone on my team is playing at home this right, week. Right, and Okazaki's your other guy. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> not, an, not an ideal performance from Arsenal. Can you talk to me about Mertesacker? Yes, I can. Where's, I'd be happy to. Where where was he? Where's he been? So Mertesacker has been available for the, the whole past, time, like eighteen months or so. Yeah, he just hasn't been playing. And he just hasn't been playing. So and he played the, the he played the cup final, the FA Cup final, and the in the Community Shield. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I think. I can't remember back exactly, but I think Koscielny and like Mustafi might have both been injured around that time. Yes. We played a, a very like makeshift defence, yeah. So, so he doesn't normally play. No, and this is, see, this is a curious case because the FA Cup final, he is fantastic. And Mertesacker is, he's one of those players that he doesn't have pace. And that's one of the things that a lot of the pundits point out is like, oh, he has no pace though. But his positioning is so good. So... As a defensive player, like he he very rarely makes mistakes. He's always in the right place to pick a ball up or to make a tackle. He's a very intelligent defender. 
But for whatever reason, Arsene Wenger just doesn't seem to like him or trust him. I mean, a lot of people were earmarking holding to start this game. Right. And he didn't. So he came on though, right? He did come on because Koscielny was injured. Oh, I see. So uh, Arsene was actually preparing Jack Wilshere to come on, but then Koscielny, I think he had a flare-up of an injury that's been plaguing him. So, I don't know. It doesn't look good for Arsenal, I will say. Uh, I mean, Czech, yet again, he, he faced a penalty and he failed to save it. Czech hasn't saved a penalty for Arsenal yet, despite it always been there for three, four years now. And he's faced a lot of penalties, but yeah. he hasn't managed to save one yet. Um, I knew as soon as we gave it away. I mean, it was a dive from Richarlison. Uh, actually, that is something that may you may or may not have missed it, but there was a lot of talk about Richarlison potentially being banned for a few games for diving. And the I don't know what they're called, but the board of experts, <laughs> the panel of experts who review this stuff were like, nah, nah, they're not going to ban him. So I think that was all a bit of wishful thinking from... Uh, vengeful Arsenal fans yeah. like myself or anyone without Richarlison I mean, in their team yeah yeah exactly also like myself yeah so when he went down with his hand I was like right that's it he's out see ya. <laughs> um, yeah I, I was very disappointed in that I mean Arsenal should have done enough to win the game Meza Ozil missed a massive chance 30 seconds before and a player who's considered you know one of those elite players like Meza yeah he should have put that away he didn't they go down the other end, Richarlison dives, penalty, it's 1-1, and it's just like a classic Arsenal, just losing losing from a winning position again, losing a game you'd expect them to win. My favourite thing to hate about this game was how keen Troy Deeney was and going into the studio on BT Sport and rubbing it in yeah. and really being like... It's like this guy had read like every paper on Arsenal and watched every match of the day that focuses on an Arsenal loss in the last like seven years. And he was like, right, I know all of the tropes. I'm going to hit on all of them. And he was like, you know, I just put myself about on the pitch. Sorry was up for it. Sorry wanted it. And those Arsenal boys, you know, none of them wanted it. He's just the most horrific man. It was horrible, wasn't I it? I have ever. Come on, and like... And on, so I didn't see the BT Sport thing, but I yeah. saw the bit on Match of the Day. Yeah. Where he's going on about how he's not pretty and he's not like the Arsenal players and this and the other. I'm yeah. like, yeah, because you don't play for Arsenal. <laughs> like, what? I don't understand what your point is. He, he even said, I'm not a very good footballer at one point. <laughs> right. It was like, and he called himself, he said, I'm the equaliser. He's, which I just thought was horrendously self He's self-serving. a deluded man I, who does not deserve a platform on yeah. which to speak. Yeah, and it did seem like, particularly on BT Sport, like, <laughs> they were saying, they were introducing him, um, and the guy who presents it, I forget his name now, but, like, he was, he was introducing Troy Deeney, and Troy Deeney was already in the <laughs> studio, like, in his hoodie, being like, all right, boys, let's, let's, uh, let's go in on him, shall we? And he was just saying so much stuff about Arsenal that I just thought was unprofessional and sort of disrespectful yeah. to, to, to deride your fellow professionals in a way... You know, it's fine when the pundits do it. They're paid to do that. They're yeah. paid to go on there and trash teams when they don't play well, pinpoint what they're doing wrong. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of it, aside from a few of the, the pundits, a lot of it is just boring. It's just the same rhetoric over and over. The same things that they're always criticising. You know, Arsenal one of the worst because they always have the same frailties which yeah. the pundits have a field day with. But just for him to go on there... And be so, like, childish about it. Like, oh, you know, just thought I'd go on and put myself about, get, let them know I'm there. And it's like, you, you didn't really change the game. I mean, a dive changed the game. Yeah. And then you took the penalty. Like, you weren't the catalyst. Yeah. Um, but, you know, thoroughly disappointing from Arsenal. I would say, from a fantasy league perspective, it's not looking too pretty for them at the moment. As What, what would you say is a, a more neutral observer I don't want any Arsenal players no I th- I think but I don't want any right. Chelsea players and I don't have any Man United players at the moment yeah so who, do I, who do I have Man United right now we'll come on to that in a bit but yeah they they have some tough fixtures but you look at Arsenal's fixtures and actually last week but then it's the same with Chelsea like I'm not interested in either team yeah I'm yeah. not fu- like I'm not fussed like I'd take one yeah. I'd take a player I'd have them You'd I'd take, sit them down someone was like here's a free player yeah He'd be um, like, oh, okay. yeah, I wouldn't be str- like really overly strongly opposed to it. Yeah. But like, it's not what I want in my team right yeah. now. So I, 
I, I would advise against getting an Arsenal player at this time. Like the the way the way to do it with Arsenal is wait for them to show that they're playing well, and that's the point where you're like, okay, identify whether they're playing well defensively or whether they're whether Lacazette because Lacazette was actually the shining light in this performance. Did Sanchez play? Uh, no, Sanchez was, I presume, rested. For, from international? Yeah, yeah, because he had to travel from Chile. But um, it was... Uh, Lacazette played quite well. Uwebi played quite well. And, and just the main thing is Arsenal are just not ruthless. Um, you look at Man City, they put their chances away. Even look at Spurs, you know, they put their chances away. And Arsenal created a lot of chances, didn't score them, mm. were punished. Yeah. So you can't really have too many complaints. Uh, shout out to Watford just for... You know, I mean, Gomez made some good saves. Um, again, still hurts me, but Ozil should have scored. Um, other than that, I don't know, Richarlison, he's consistently getting the returns, right? Yeah. So I guess you can't ignore him if you're looking for a six. No. Sort of 6.1 yeah, range. Yeah, I'm not like, my team can't afford someone that's six. Yeah, yeah. It's either... It's either eight, a lot or a little. eight or more or, or yeah. like 5.5 or less. Yeah. Um, so I got Decore in hmm. fine on yeah. the mat like I wasn't yeah, expecting him cheaper. to do anything but yeah I guess, yeah, I guess if your team is built where you could put Richarlison in you yeah might, if you, you maybe want like three six mil maybe sort of. not next week yeah they're facing Chelsea I mean well you maybe you that either way couldn't you yeah it, it's tough to say um, I'm kind of lukewarm on Watford at the moment they've, they've looked hot and cold like They'll play really well one, one week and then they'll kind of... I mean, they concede a lot against Man City, but Man City are looking rampant right now. So I don't know you can read too much into that. But yeah, I, I can't tell like where the most points lie for them. Is it? It's not with Andre Gray, I can say no, that. No, definitely not. A lot of Richarlison's points recently have come from slightly dubious yeah. sources. So, you know, mistakes in the defence, they all count, they all count, so yep. you can't really complain. Swansea versus the Hud squad. Yes. The Huddersfields. What's happened to Huddersfield? What, what has happened? What has happened to my favourite team in the Premier League? Do you want me to answer that question? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try and rationalise it for you, okay? So, this is a pretty tightly contested game. And it kind of came down to one big mistake, which gave Swansea the opening goal. Yeah. Uh, with with the boy Lassel. Uh, What's wrong with him? He's so he's he's shown flashes of this in the last few weeks, where he's just made silly decisions. Like he's, he's not concentrating. Yeah, I I don't know if it's maybe just a trait of him as a goalkeeper though, because we obviously don't know a lot about him, right? He started really yeah. well. But some goalkeepers are just a bit eccentric like that. We saw that with Claudio Bravo last season. Pep signed him because he's good with his feet. He kept getting tackled. And it's, it looks like Lursel's one of those sorts of players where he'll either have a blind art or he'll make a stupid mistake. Yeah. And he's got away with it up until now. Mm. This time, he doesn't get away with it. But I do want to give a shout-out to Tom Carroll because that pass he picked out was pinpoint. He did give the ball straight to him. But you kind of it still needed the perfect yeah. delivery because he didn't have a lot of time. He got across Abraham with a perfect finish. Mm. They got their chance and they took it. And and I forgot that Carroll's on set pieces as well. So yeah, it was a fantastic scrag from Carroll. Brilliantly mm. done. Um, <laughs> the second goal, I looked so I pissed. See this. I didn't see it. So yeah, basically, oh, he chipped it, the, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he chipped it over the keeper. And to be fair to, to old apes, the, the boy, the predator, mm. um, he actually did have to make that touch, I think. Like when they showed, when they showed the replay and they showed how close the defender was sliding yeah. to it, it could have gone in the goal, but that it defender also could have cleared it. And I think if you're the striker, you have to go for that, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. But Ayu looked so pissed. Well, sorry, Ayu, but like, who are you? <laughs> I, on the other hand, had a beaming smile on my face because I was like, give me those points, Abraham. Yeah. Um, so Abraham's risen a lot this week. Well, that's week. a 5.7 now. Yeah, up to 5.7. Like, I can't... That's it for me. I can't afford him now. Oh, really? It's over. Oh, no. So I think I've had him since maybe sort of third, fourth you've week. Had, you've had him for a while. I've had him for quite a while. And I, he was always one of those I was looking at, but I was like, I kind of need him to facilitate, like, the Everything other else. players that I have. Yeah. And I was always panicking when everyone else was going sort of three at the, the front, but... We've obviously had these injuries that have impacted stuff. 
Uh, but Abraham, he, he does look a threat. And I think the problem with Swansea is they don't score many goals. This was a tightly contested game. I think all of the stats were very even. Um, it wasn't like Swansea dominated at all in anything other than your favourite stat, expected goals. They, I think Swansea edged this, but this does raise a question. Could it be time for Robert Green? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Is it ever a time for no, Robert Green? No, not at all. Okay, not so we've, all. we've definitively answered that yes. for, uh, for Wagner. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so anything else to add on this game? I mean... Yeah, Bonnie is out with oh, is an injury. He, is he? Oh. He's got a hamstring injury. That's why he didn't play. Right, okay. Um, he's only yellow. But I, I don't think many people have Bonnie, but for, you know, I was listening to a pop, podcast the other day where they insulted Mares, and I was like, I have Mares. <laughs> <laughs> but then Abraham's definitely starting up top. Uh, yeah, Abraham, you know, he started with, with Bonnie. Yeah. But with Bonnie out as well, it's no question. Yeah, yeah, it's no on. question Abraham will start, especially after having a race. Yeah. One more thing to add, completely unrelated to FPL, okay. but Fair, uh, Leora Fair, needs Lassell right in the freaking head. Oh, uh, yeah. see that? Yeah, like, I did. It was brutal. He jumped up, like, need him in the face. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was a bit uncalled for. Personally. I had a thing to add about Moy, who didn't start this oh, week. Don't play. be concerned if you have Moy. Well, maybe be concerned if you have Moy, because I don't know what Huddersfield are doing. <laughs> but um, he was just rested for internationals because Australia played in Australia on Tuesday. Mm. Pretty long way away. So he probably would have only got back on Thursday. Literally the opposite side. At of the, the earliest. Mm. So it's all right that he didn't play, and he played pretty much the full game. Yeah. For Australia as well. Yeah, yeah. So if you've got Moy and you're thinking, oh, is he is he not gonna play it? No, he's he'll fine. be fine. Yeah, but maybe maybe Lassell was concussed and that was why he was making all those bad decisions. Eh? Maybe that, that yeah. I mean it's an option. plausible. Um, anyway, up next, Southampton versus Newcastle. Isn't it interesting that both Gabbiadini and Long started for Southampton this week? That is quite interesting, actually. I guess they were like, shit, we need some goals. We need some goals. Start all of the strikers, apart from the one who's traditionally scored many goals. That is Charlie Austin, of course. Where is he now? Where is he now? He's on that bench. I saw the lineup and thought this is interesting. Yeah. I bet Gabbiadini scores. <laughs> After you trashed him on the last pod as well. Yeah, which is fine. Really? I've got rid of it. I've had like I haven't had him in my team for a while. Yeah, yeah. He is still backstabbiadini. That hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's a good option still. So taking it in isolation, his goal, his first goal was excellent. Um, he did. I mean, it's one of those where Redmond got the assist, but he basically played a long pass. Yes. And Gabbiadini just ran for ages. Minutes, yeah. It's like, should there be a statute of limitations on like how long you're allowed to? I thought that for the maybe it was for the Fernandinho yeah. goal where Delph got the assist, and I was yeah. like, he didn't do anything. He didn't. Yeah. He but it didn't always do goes down. But it, you know, no complaints about that. But it's it's just a funny one. Where yeah. It's like. One person does all this work. Um, but yeah, Gabbiadini did still manage to get a yellow card, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, something petty like kicking the ball away as well. Um, yeah, so my take on this game is basically very selfish. I'm furious with Cedric. Mm. We briefly spoke about it last week. I, I know you you were on the side of uh, recommending I get rid of one of Cedric oh, or Forster. Yeah, you don't need them both. Um, Lord, please. I, I mean, there is the thing to be considered that the two transfers I made, one for a minus four, Sonny and Sterling, so it worked out fine. But, yeah, for sure. But Cedric Suarez, I mean, Southampton just... I keep looking at those greens, and now I'm past the point of, of caring. It's like, I just think... It doesn't matter for them. They're just not a very good team. They're yeah. conceding against poor. They're conceding against good teams. Yeah, I think like I think out of Cedric and Forster, Cedric is the one to keep. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Really. I think I said the opposite last week. I'm I'm not inclined to do that because Forster has saved me a penalty, and he does he have that penalty, in me. Penalty though. Yeah, he's only faced one. <laughs> so so this is. They're the better goalkeepers. There are, but he, he well, has... he is about to get a price rise, so I would wait. <laughs> I, th- I think he's started dropping again now, though, oh, so he probably wow. won't. But uh, no, the, the reason I keep four-star is because I think he's more likely to get a save point yeah. than Cedric is to get an assist. And I can't see Southampton keeping many clean sheets. If they do, I'll have four-star. So 
That, that's my logic there. And also, there are a lot of 6.0 defenders that I can afford that are keeping clean sheets. Yeah. But it's, it's infuriating for me because three clean sheets in, I think, eight games? And that, with their fixture like running, is really poor. Yeah. Like, I would have hoped for at least sort of four or five. And to concede two as well... I mean, they just don't look defensively solid. And that, that's been really sort of frustrating for me, especially when you're seeing all of these 6.0s being so consistent. So I'm probably going to do a really boring move and go for a Spurs defender this week. Do you not have one? Nope. I have two Spurs players, Ericsson and Kane. But yeah, like basically that has been my biggest weakness is having yeah, for sure. lots of 5.0 to like 4.5 defenders who aren't in good teams. Yep. Um, and that hasn't really worked out, but I don't really have too much else to add about this, I think. I'd like to mention Shelby's anecdote. Of the yes, week. yeah, go for it. Shelby, you may recall, Hoomst got sent off in the first game of the season for... Good man. ...stamping on... Lovely his, little stamp. ...his fellow players. Poor. This week, got a taste of his own medicine, because he was <laughs> wearing a cast for a broken finger. In this game, <laughs> poor man, that he sustained whilst breaking up a training ground spat between Lascelles and Diarmi. Go on, Lascelles, my boy. It does make you think, like, obviously, Lascelles won, right? Yeah, absolutely. Lascelles would just win on charm but alone. What if they were just fighting about something really trivial, like um, pot noodle? Yeah, like the latest episode of Coronation Street. Mm. <laughs> that does remind me, actually, DeAndre Yedlin absolutely should have been sent off in this game for a nasty challenge. Yeah, he was already it was on weird, yellow. wasn't it? Yeah, he was already on a yellow, and he just absolutely destroyed someone, but got away with it. It Minor... was Redmond, though, wasn't it? It might have been. I can't remember who it was, but I it was... I think it was Redmond. Regardless, it was not pretty. Um, Hosselu, lol. He's just... He's just not I'd a forgotten player, about him. Yeah. I'd literally forgotten about him. Yeah. Um, I think Atsu got an assist, but it was yeah, like a little, bit of a little bit of a lucky one. Um, but yeah, I mean, gets you the points, doesn't it? So, yeah. what else? All right, uh, up next, Burnley versus West Ham. What's going on with this one? In crazy wild stats news, yeah. both goalkeepers in this game earned at least one bonus point, despite neither team keeping a clean sheet. Which is pretty unheard of, right? Nuts. That's that's pretty cool. Do they make a lot of saves? Uh, Pope made five saves, and Hart obviously got the assist yes, okay. for Antonio's goal, which is why he got all three bonus points. Just <laughs> that's the highest scoring goalkeeper this week. A baffling turn of events. Yeah. Only three clean sheets this season, but his assist and four saves this week sees him grab all three bonus points. Amazing. Such a massive prick, though. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he should have given away a penalty as well. Like, he, he absolutely took out... Um, I can't remember which player it was. I don't know who now. it was. Uh, it was Chris Wood, I think. Yeah, um, he'd rounded him anyway, and he took him out. But you know, it's by the by. Chris Wood did get a goal in this game, though, and it's a very nicely taken one. Brilliant header. I love Chris Wood. You know, we love Chris. Yeah, Wood. I think as fixtures get kinder to Burnley towards Christmas, hmm. I think he's worth. He could be a shout. Like he's six point six, isn't he? So he's at that sort of close to mid range. Yeah. Upper low range, or would you call it mid range? Uh, mid. Because, like, <laughs> low range, right, is like 5.0 Hosselu, 5.56, yeah. like Abraham yeah. sort of price. 6, that's more. A six that's point... mid. That's mid. Uh, I see, I always because thought like he... 7 upwards as being mid. He's not cheap, though, is it? 6.6 is not cheap. It's not, but it is for a striker. Mm. That's the thing. Mm. But, uh, but then he plays for a team who don't score loads. Yeah. But he, do- he does look like he's, you know, a cut above those other Burnley strikers that they have and he's going to start most of the games so sure. if you're going to pick one from Burnley I, I imagine he'll be getting most of their goals uh, he's a very good finisher a uh, very good header in this this game also the return of Lanzini which yes. is one to watch because he's dropped a bit I think he's all at like 6.7 or something I would like now. to note that I did mention Antonio last week and he, I thought he, he looked did a very goal. good. Did a goal. Um, still not worth the seven point seven or whatever he is. Is it that much? Yeah, Damn. it's a lot. It's a lot of 7. money. Seven point five. It's enough. Yeah. Uh, Lanzini. He's gonna have to start putting in some real work. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. To Lanzini six point eight. Also to uh, to clarify that it's one to watch. Quite a, quite a lot, though, isn't it? I we'll lo- see. I just we'll love see it what so much. To West Ham. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they'll get a new goalkeeper in after Christmas. I don't think there's any danger of that. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break it to you. Okay. Um, one, one minor thing to mention on this. Bad defender from Burnley on the goal. I think it was Ben Mee just completely missed the, the long yeah. kick from Hart. Yeah. Not, not characteristic of Burnley. So if they hadn't made that mistake, yeah. could have been another clean sheet. It was unfortunate. And Pope was all the way over the way. And yeah. Obviously not expecting anyone to do a goal. Yeah. Um, but Pope's still great. Would still recommend yeah. 4.5, I believe. Yeah. The, currently the best not big team def- uh, goalkeeper. Yeah, I do think around game week 10 or 11, like you, you should definitely have at least one Burnley defender or goalkeeper if you're making up like those 4.5s because they have some good fixtures. For and real. Even, even without taking the fixtures into account, they have been solid defensively. Yeah. Um, so last few games now, last three... Uh, what do you want to start with first? Liverpool, Man United, or...? I was going to go Brighton-Everton first. Brighton-Everton, okay. So this was a vaguely interesting one. Brighton <sighs> dominated. Brighton looked so good. Until Bruno went over. Until Bruno. Did. And Bruno, who was so instrumental in the build-up for the uh, the knockout goal. he did. Pascal Gross got another assist. Yeah, That's what sure. I'm shouting out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that guy looks like whenever they score a goal, he's going to be in the points. Yeah. And he's a, he's a pretty cheapo guy. Um, yeah, the Bruno thing was really disappointing. Like, unfortunate and disappointing. You seem genuinely, like, distraught about this. I was up- <laughs> your, your voice Look, is just dropped. When you see Chris Houghton-Hutton's reaction yeah. after the game, and he looked distraught, and yeah. I am distraught for my favourite manager in the Premier League. <laughs> I'm distraught for Bruno also. Do you not feel for the man? No. Because he shouldn't have elbowed what's his face yeah. in the neck. There were some he good elbows this week, actually. That is one thing we <laughs> forgot to mention. Andy Carroll's, Andy Carroll's elbow. Diving elbow. And he's like, what, what are you sending me off for? But, no, well, that was because annoying. you literally outstretched your arm in front of you <laughs> yeah, yeah, using yeah. your elbow. But yeah. but no, um, it, was, it was very unfortunate because they did. They dominate this game. They deserve to win. Mm. Everton barely created a chance. No. I, I just... Again, they look poor. I'm I'm just worried that Arsenal are facing Everton next week and we're going to get no, battered. No. I, I don't know. I hope so because I just don't know what to think about yeah. Arsenal at the moment. But yeah, so this finished 1-1. Rooney got a goal from the penalty spot. Continuing with my extremely cheap forward thinking, mm-hmm. Calvert-Lewin, only 5 million. And he started six out of eight games a season with three assists. Yeah. Don't like him. Playing in a crap team. Yeah, but... If, if you want a bench spot, he he is as cheap as yeah. strikers get. That's the thing. And if you're looking in that price range, you're looking at him or Hossily. Yeah. It's yeah. literally a... Um, I'd like to shout out to... Or Hamed, actually. Oh, is What's he on? That? What happened to well, him? Well, he's banned, isn't he? Because oh, he... Did something. Did that stamp. Um, I'd also like to shout out Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Four Making point, lots of saves. Four, yeah, 4.5 little mil. Good lads. Um... I think an extremely good option for your second keeper. I don't think I'd opt to play him most weeks, but as like if who your main keeper has is facing Man City, yeah, then slot right in. Slot him in. Good fixtures coming he up. He does, very yeah. Good saves. He does. He has West Ham, Southampton, Swansea, and Stoke in his mm. next four, and you could see in a see in a team that's quite solid defensively, you could see clean sheets in all of those. Probably won't happen, right? But. Maybe one or two of those, yeah. at least. So, Spurs versus Bournemouth. I have nothing to say on this game. Yeah. Nothing. I've never watched it, and I have very little to say. Harry Kane wasn't at it. Like, it, was, it seemed like a weird off day for him, because he did get opportunities, but he just seemed a little bit slow to react. I don't know if he was a little bit tired after the internationals, but... He didn't really seem to be at it. We're all tired, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we're all tired, man. Like, If I was getting paid that much, I'd put the effort in. Would I'd you score it. against Bournemouth this weekend? Yeah, I would have done that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I know who to get in my fantasy team when you become a professional footballer. Yep. Um, I just hope you can do it in the men's league, because I don't think they do women's f- like fantasy league. No. Which absolutely sucks, right? Yeah, maybe next when the World Cup rolls around, we can get... Should we just do our own? Oh, yeah. Do our own. Okay, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Okay. But um, <laughs> I found out that there's no Spanish uh, fancy league as well for La Liga the other day. I was Are like, there other ones? That that's like... crazy. I think the Bundesliga has one, the German league. Yeah. But anyway, that's a, a random aside. 
Um, this match, I mean, Bournemouth put up quite a good fight in this this game. They, they must have created been. chances. Uh, Loris essentially kept Spurs in the game for a fair bit of it. Yeah. Um, he made some some really key saves from some some good positions, but Spurs were the better team overall. Still, you know, they just. They didn't look very fluid, yeah. and a lot of people are going to point the finger at Wembley, and they're going to say, oh, it's the Wembley curse, but I just think we've got too small a sample size still to, to be suggesting that, because you're saying it's at Wembley, but you're also discounting that Kane scored two goals against Borussia Dortmund, one of the best teams in Germany, in the Champions League at Wembley. Yeah. Like, that's a harder league, arguably, than the Premier League, so I don't know, to, to me, I'd just be like, if you got Kane... Don't don't be the guy who's like I need to remove him this week. Stick with him, captain him when you you think he's got a good fixture. I'm captaining uh, captaining him again this week, despite Man City. I think after having such a good week this week, I've got to go renegade again. What is renegade for you this week? I don't know. We'll have a look at it when we look at the yeah. We'll, we'll come around to it. So, I mean, Ericsson got the goal, which is good. Yeah. Ali was a disappointment again. I've got rid of Ali. Right. Yeah. I thought I'd never betray him. Yeah, my favorite player in the Premier League. He is. You really, you really loved him before this season, but it seems he's gone. He yeah. can win me back, sure, but you know, until then. Ericsson's doing it though. Good, good boy, Ericsson. I think he's <laughs> he's probably the one. You know, he's the third one. I mean, I'm literally just telling you what my team is now, but. But so if you just model your team off Dan's team, you'll win. You'll, <laughs> you'll win definitely win. <laughs> yeah, we all know that's not true because my defence is whack. But yeah, Ericsson, when Kane is not getting the goals, Ericsson and Davis are the ones popping up. But yep. Davis was not available for this game. Oh, interestingly, Danny Rose and uh, Lisa Dembele, yes. they've travelled for the UEFA Champions League game. Well, isn't that nice for the nice little away yeah. trip? Yeah. So, little holiday. I, uh, yeah, I wonder if it's actually, they're just going on the plane just to hang out. Yeah. And, and I drink. Would. I would. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that does mean that, like uh, Pochettino said, that Danny Rose will not start the game, but he will feature, possibly. So, mm. so that... You know, that suggests he's fit enough to be in the team over the next few weeks, which puts Ben Davis's position in jeopardy, maybe. I, can't, I don't know. I can't afford anyone else. Yeah, this is the problem, right? He's a, the cheap one. Um, and, yeah, the, the worst game of the week. I was going to say ironically, but actually Red Monday was the previous one, and that was that went down in history as one of the worst like Liverpool Man United games ever. Uh, that was also a nil-nil, believe it or not. And they hyped it up, they gave it all this stuff on Sky Sports, and then it just failed to live up to expectations. It's exactly what happened again. We did learn something from this, though, and it's something that people were sort of debating whether, you know, Jose Mourinho would set up in a more defensive way when he comes up against the big teams. Because that's what he's always traditionally done. He's tried to stifle opposition rather than be free-flowing and attacking. And that's exactly what he did. He literally just had his team sat sat back behind the ball for the entire game. Lukaku had one, like, good chance that he probably probably should have scored. And it's hard to say. I mean, it was a good save from, from Mignolet, but they, they worked, like, a good position on the edge of the box, and I, I could have seen him scoring that. But other than that, they were, they were poor. I mean, Liverpool had all the shots, right? Yes. Liverpool had 19 shots, five on target, mm. compared to United, six shots, mm. one on target. It was a nasty stalemate. And the weird thing about this game was it was like two... You had Jose who was sitting back, like, trying to defend the, le- defend the lead. <laughs> he, he, in his mind, he had a 1-0 lead. So, like, that's just how he yeah. must operate. Because he's just... He cynically goes in and he's like, I'm going to get a result. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, he, they were just desperately defending. And Liverpool weren't committing enough forward. Like, they weren't gung-ho enough mm. to really break them down. And it became this really unsatisfying thing of like yeah. Klopp knows that if he commits too hard, he gets countered and yeah. concedes. And Jose called him out for that in, yeah. in the post-match. It was all very weird. And I'm like, well, you're setting up with negative tactics in order to try and force him. Yeah. Uh, falsely sort of lure him into the sense of security so you can smash and grab. Like, yeah. And he's not falling for it. And you're disrespecting him for that. Like, very strange. This classic petty Jose, but... Yeah, I, what do you think about Liverpool? Are you, are you worried? No, got Coutinho, no. I'm happy. You're happy to keep him? Yeah. I'm a little bit worried about Liverpool. 
And if I want to get rid of him, I can get rid of him and get someone else in. I'm not. Yeah, totally. Like, I'm not concerned. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I'm a little bit worried about their fixtures coming up, but we'll see. We'll, I mean, we'll get onto that now, I guess. Can talk about our teams for a bit and the, the I don't upcoming know if I'm fixtures. I'm about talking about my team. I think maybe we'll just talk just about Just give fixtures. us a little overview. No. How'd you do? I did all How right. many points did you get? Some. Some. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you the move I'm going to make this week. Yeah, tell it's me that be... instead. I'm, gonna, I'm more interested. I don't have my team up. I'm looking at Handsome Eleven, which we've culled anyway. <laughs> this week, you know, I told you about Cedric. My feelings, my harsh feelings towards the evil man. So I'm going Davinson Sanchez. Really? Uh, for Spurs. Did he, because... pla- and did he play? Yeah, he played. Okay. So my, my logic behind that is basically he's going to play every game. He's 6.0. I mean, I'm, I was tempted to do it before the Champions League games, but then I realised he's in no danger of rising. And you're not, and you're fine with playing him against Liverpool. Oh, absolutely. I'm very concerned about having three Spurs players against Liverpool. Yeah. So this is the thing, right? And this this might sound crazy, but I just I have a feeling that they're going to win that game and they're going to keep a clean sheet, or or at the very least that they're going to keep a clean sheet. I don't know. I'm very worried. Because I think I think Spurs are better than Liverpool. I think. But, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, I wouldn't begrudge you not going for, like, a Spurs defender, right? Yeah. Or a Spurs, like, striker or midfielder in this game. Because it could go either way. But the, the way I looked at it was I looked at upcoming fixtures. I looked at who I thought were most reliable defensively. I do have the option to go to Phil Jones. But I'm kind of like, oh, I don't really like Man United. And also they do have some... I can see them losing more than I can see Spurs losing, essentially. Yeah. Um, because I think they're facing some some teams who will be able to break them down. Um, so yeah, I'm going Sanchez. I think he's a bit of a differential because everyone else has Trippier or Davis or whatever. Yeah. I know he'll play every game. He he did even get a chance to score at the weekend, but he he didn't make it unfortunately. But yeah, I just like him. I like their fixtures, and I get to fill that third Spurs slot, and that means I've got two sort of premium defenders could potentially downgrade Alonso yeah. in the coming weeks. Which I'll probably do. I mean Yeah. I've got a close eye on him. I I just I, I have this faith in Chelsea that they'll come good, more so than like putting my faith in an Arsenal player. Mm. But I mean I could downgrade Alonso to the likes of Jones and then I'd free up loads of money. Yeah. Um yeah, so that's pretty much it for, for my team this week. Um do you wanna do you wanna talk about yours or are you? No, I like the fixtures this week are not kind to my yeah. team whatsoever. What what are your worry? The Spurs is my big worry. I'm having to play Dakure, but against Chelsea, who knows what could happen? Yeah, you may as well though after last week, right? Then I've got three players against Burnley. Okay, so a bit is Man City. Yeah, I know, but form over fixtures, man. I, d- I, think, I don't think it'll be high scoring for... I don't think it'll be as high scoring as we've seen for Man City. It's going to be super interesting. I though. think Burnley are good enough defensively yeah. to shut them out as best they yeah. can. I think they will concede. Yeah. And that's fine. Pope, that is absolutely Pope, fine. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm putting him on the bench and playing Fabianski instead. Yeah. Um, Swansea are facing... Leicester. Leicester at home. Also playing Okazaki, so you know, could go either way. Yeah. Um I like the look of Swansea against Leicester. I think Swansea will keep a clean sheet in that one. I'd like to hope so, but who knows? Uh, I mean we're we're still obviously we have this West Brom Leicester game going on right now. Yellow card for Hugazi. Yes! <laughs> um That is music to my ears. That's all that's happened so far. Um, um, he dropped in price last oh, week. Did he? Yeah, he's down to four point eight, I think. Oh, no. Which is amusing. I mean, you should have got rid of him a week or two ago if you were going to get rid, right, for the for the price rise. Definitely. Cash in. You could have got that point too. And there are there are good options. But, yeah, so so my captain this week, I'm going for Kane again. I already kind of alluded to that earlier. I've put Jesus as my captain for the moment. Yeah. But I think I will probably switch that to Sterling. Hmm. I'd say that probably be wise purely because of the minutes thing. And yeah. also we don't know... Aguero might start. Mm. So if Jesus plays in the Champions League game, then I'd say Aguero yeah. will probably start at the weekend. Well, I did say I was going to renegade, didn't I? You did. So maybe my like I don't have much choice. Yeah. For, for like a a worthy renegade. He's the best renegade you can have. 
maybe Unless you go for a defender. Maybe Tom Carroll. No. Maybe I'll play no. Carroll instead of Okazaki. Yeah, that that seems reasonable, right? It does, doesn't it? I don't know why I haven't done that. Um, Yoshida or Fabianski would be the other two renegades. Or Otamendi. I don't know. I'll deal with this in my Otamendi own time. Otamendi could be a good one. I'll deal with this in my own time. Because you know that Burnley are going to sit back and defend that entire yeah. game. They're not going to be getting forward much. Yeah. Uh, City's possession against Stoke was 79%. And I think they might top it against Burnley. I think it might be in the 80s. Mm. But... Yeah, I mean, the the logic says, you know, form over fixtures go for... Well, form and fixtures go yeah. for a city captain. But every time came blanks, I'm like, next week I have to captain him again. Yeah. It's like this weird gambler's fallacy where you're like, the next time it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. But but I do have the faith in him and he, he does usually come to the fore in the big yeah. games. So um, I'm going for that. We've got a Friday fixture this week. We have, we have. West Ham Brighton. Yep. Nil nil. At West Ham. Uh, <laughs> it could well be. That's I'd probably I I'd earmark West Ham to win that actually. I don't think by much though. I reckon it'd be a one nil. Yeah. One or two nil I'd go for. Um then lunchtime kickoff is Chelsea Watford. That's quite a good lunchtime one, I reckon. It is, but I'm not happy about it. Can't why? tell you why, I'm just not. Just is this because you have one player involved and they're playing against Chelsea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, that's fine. You, you're allowed fine. to feel that. Um, Huddersfield, Man United. Huddersfield at home. They are. In the three... That's... Is that an interesting one? Yeah. Is that... 0-0. A... Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Lurzel would do something stupid and I'd be really annoyed. What is Huddersfield Stadium called? I have no I idea. wish I knew. They've got to go to the Hudders Stadium. <laughs> Jesus is going to the take Hudders, them to the Hudders. The Hudders Field. The Hudders Field? <laughs> oh my goodness. Can't believe you didn't say Why that. Why didn't we start doing this at the beginning of the podcast? No, I do. We need to edit this. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, Jesus is going to go to the, the Hudders Field and he's going to put 10 men behind the ball. Do you see before the, the game against Liverpool, he said he'll play with nine attackers? <laughs> I thought that was really No, funny. I just, I saw you saying that. Yeah, I, 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 I retweeted it. And he was kind of joking, but I was like, you dick. We all know you're not going to do that. But yeah, that, that's, I'm going to say this is the first real test for Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, th- this is just a meme now every week. Yeah. It's the first real test for someone. <laughs> I think Newcastle Palace could be quite good. I think there will be goals. You got how many? Over or under? Two apiece. Two apiece? Yeah. So Newcastle replicating their score this week? Yeah. Uh, I-, I reckon Newcastle will win this. I think Crystal Palace is going to revert to type. I don't know. And I think it's got to be like a 2-0. I don't know. Although, and I should have mentioned this earlier, but Ruben Loftus-Cheek definitely is a shout. Like, if you, if I you mean, see... I said this weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, totally. So. No, I, I'm, I'm not trying to steal it from you, right? <laughs> okay, like you because, stole my stat early. Because, <laughs> because also, like, I know um, Mark Southerns has been saying this since the start of the season. Right. Like, other people have said this. I was very sort of anti, and then I saw him play a few games, and I was like, oh, he looks really good. Yeah. But the problem with Palace was they're not scoring goals. Yeah. But I think if you watch them, like, this week, that's going to be a good barometer. Like, if they score again, or if they win, or if they get a good result, that's when you can start to look at him as a player that, you know, for 4.5, obviously great value. Yeah. Um, probably the best value you're going to get in that, in that bracket. And if they're going to score goals, he will be involved. Yeah. Totally. So... He's definitely one to watch. I, I trust most people who listen know that anyway, mm. but, you know, give him give him a look. Give him a gander. Stoke, uh, Bournemouth. Stoke Bournemouth. yeah. No, no. Are you stoked or are you no, Bournemouth? That's, that's, Yournemouth. <laughs> yeah, Yournemouth, yeah. That's, that's nil nil, that is. Yeah, um, I don't know. Can Bournemouth keep another clean sheet? I don't know. That, Maybe a 1-1. That seems ludicrous. Maybe a 2-1. Yeah. Like, I don't care. These, these I, I don't are, care. Do you find these matches, like, super hard to predict? Yeah. Because it's like... All of these three o'clock ones could go anywhere. Yeah. When you have, like, a, a City Burnley, you're like, City are probably going to win this, right? It's really easy. But when you have these, like, middling teams playing each other who have been, yeah. like, mixed bag on form... It's really hard to place, like, yeah. which team is actually better. I have no idea. And this... I think Bournemouth are better than Stoke. 
don't know. But I don't think I mean, many Stoke people have scored agree more with goals that. this season, haven't they? Yeah, but I just think Bournemouth are a better team, and that's that's a weird thing because I can back that up with basically nothing other yeah. than I've watched Bournemouth and I've watched Stoke. Yeah. And I think Bournemouth are better, <laughs> despite being worse in the stats. Um, this five thirty is absolutely disgusting. Oh goodness! I've got nothing on this weekend, and now I've been given this. This no. to watch on my Saturday evening. Yeah. No. Tell it for the lovely listeners. What are we? <laughs> Southampton versus West Brom. Oh, oh shudder. Nil nil. I yeah. Uh, I no. It's gonna be what <laughs> Southampton are gonna let us down again. Because I'm still gonna have Forster, and it's gonna be freaking one nil to West Brom or one one or something like that. As long as Sagaza gets sent off, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I I'm genuinely looking at this and thinking like. The most likely clean sheets this week are, like, West Ham and Swansea. It's weird, isn't it? And maybe, like, Everton-Arsenal. Because I, I, I can't predict the others. You're like, going to be just... up for Everton-Arsenal. Should we do Bellinis this week? What, what? Bellinis. What are Bellinis? I'm sure you told me this last <laughs> They're time. They're like champagne and peach. Yeah, Everton-Arsenal is a nasty one. I, I'm really worried about that, to be no, honest. No. I, I think we might lose it. 1-0. <laughs> Um, but like from but a penalty just, or something stupid yeah yeah like a Wayne Rooney penalty because Wayne Rooney has an, a, a ridiculous record against Arsenal as well um, Spurs versus Liverpool that's that's you know that is actually kind of a super Sunday I'll give it that we got it's a sore right Sunday Spurs Liverpool I think will be a good game oh, I'm not interested by I 4 o'clock on a Sunday like I'm over try to it. play football and I don't think Spurs are going to try and kill the game as much as like a Man United. So, yeah, Everton Arsenal will will get drunk. We'll I'll, I'll cry when Arsenal lose. Whatever. Blah blah. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your clean sheet pick then this week? My clean sheet pick. Just an update for everyone. Obviously, Dan and I both scored nil one points on last week's. Fantastic. That's how we do. Uh, so, what are you saying this week? Am I saying this week? I'm saying Swansea. Oh. Yeah, Swansea is my bet. Okay. I could say Spurs again, but I just feel like I'm cheating because... Well, you guess the rules. You can do what you want. Uh, yeah, I know, but it just feels a bit whack, you know, going for Spurs every week and you getting can, it right. <laughs> like, you can literally do what you like, Dennis. It's a game. Yeah, oh, I like that Swansea fixture against Leicester, though, so I'm going to go for that. Okay. Um, I don't know what I'm going to go for. Um, I don't have the fixtures up anymore, so I can't tell you. Uh... Maybe I'll go. For, maybe I'll just go for Man City. Yeah. I deserve a point. You do. Treat yourself. Oh, can I go against Burnley though? You gotta ask yourself that question. Only, only your heart can answer. Yeah, I'll go for it. I can do with a point. It might be nice. I cannot believe it. No. Cannot believe it. You better believe it. <laughs> um, just a quick one. Any, any. Fancy picks for this week? Anyone you think is going to smash it? No, apart from all the people I've already named this episode. No, no one in his standouts. Juf is your main, yeah. main boy. I think, uh, I don't think he's my main boy, but I think he might do a He's goal. your shout. Yeah. yeah. Why not? YOLO. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at this and I'm like, I, I don't know. Like... It'd have to be a boring one for me. I, th- I think Liverpool are not going to be able to score against Spurs. And I think Harry Kane's going to do it, like I say, every week. <laughs> well, I'm, for your sake, I hope so. Yeah, me too. Me too. Absolutely. So cool. I guess that about rounds it off. Um, Definitely. There will be no Rob Green. <laughs> there will be goals though we hope so if you want to contact us if you want to email us in particular you can hit us up at hello at the um for questions or advice or you just want to say we good or whatever whatever anything yeah and also we have a twitter we do yes do you want to take that away now at the danalysis we tweet on there sometimes we've done we've done some tweeting I've been making the effort to tweet a bit more recently especially informative stuff you know so I'll probably I'll probably hit up like the Champions League yeah. like goals and Dan did a really nice Champions League roundup the other week yeah um, I'll be imploring that he does the same thing this week yes I'll definitely do that and also I'll be watching like a fair few of the games so we'll put any sort of qualitative fantastic analysis that you desire 
Um, yeah, you can follow us on there. Also, rate us on iTunes, please. Pretty please. Uh, we currently have a 100% record on the five stars, but it's a little bit lonely there. We want yes. some more. Um, also, if you prefer to use a podcast thing hmm. that we are not listed on, yes. or you've told someone to listen to our podcast and we are not listed on whatever they've list- they listen to their podcast on, let us know so we can put our podcast there. Yes, we need to get our podcast everywhere. And maybe this is the week where we get on YouTube as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure, guys. Bit, uh, bit drowsy this Monday, but I've enjoyed it nevertheless. I haven't been drowsy. Looking forward to this this weekend. Looking forward to this KFC we're about to eat. Oh, we're going to go KFC and it's going to be so good. Maybe that's from drowsy. I'm so hyped for the KFC that I can't... Yes. I can't react. But yeah, thank you for listening as always. And we will be back again next week. Thank you for listening. I've been Dan. I, I've been Natalie. I'll still be Natalie next week, probably. And we very much enjoyed your company.